0800-104-106. Good afternoon, Common Room. I am delighted to be back after a week away last week. I hope you had a wonderful Easter break. Erling Haaland was called a monster and a beast as he broke the scoring record by a Premier League player in one season as Manchester City hammered Bayern Munich in the Champions League this week. The 22-year-old Norway striker fired in City's third in their 3-0 quarter-final first leg win to reach another landmark in his first season in English football. That was his 45th goal for City this season in just his 39th game, a record for a Premier League player in all competitions. This was his sixth goal in eight games against German champions Bayern, having played them regularly with Borussia Dortmund, but he had never beaten them before. Every team has to fear for this player because he is just a monster. He is a beast. Congratulations to Manchester City for signing him. Former Bayern and Germany striker Mario Gomez said. Spain's John Rahm kept his nerve and patience to win a first Masters, swinging an exciting final day in his favour from American Brooks Koepka. Rahm carded a 3-under 69 to finish on 12-under and win by four shots as Koepka, who led by two going into the final round, signed for a 75. Koepka ended a joint second with veteran Phil Mickelson, who shot a stunning 70-under 65 to finish 8-under. Former champion Jordan Spieth and Patrick Reed were a shot further back. Israel Adisonyuk reclaimed his middleweight title from longtime bitter rival Alex Pereira with a spectacular knockout at UFC 287 in Miami. With his back against the cage in round two, Adesanya unleashed two crushing right hands to send Pereira to the canvas. The victory avenges three previous defeats for Adesanya against Pereira. He lost twice in kickboxing in 2016 and 2017 and at UFC 281 in November. I hope every one of you can feel this level of happiness for one time in your life, said Nigeria-born New Zealander Adesanya. We're now delighted to welcome back Max Woodward to the show. Max is the Hong Kong Sevens captain that lifted the shield following their incredible Hong Kong Sevens performance. If you are living under a rock, you may not know that the Hong Kong Sevens team won the Shield at the Hong Kong Sevens. And we don't get guests on the show twice very often, but we certainly are this time around. I'm delighted to be joined by Hong Kong Sevens captain Max Woodward. And this time we're going to be talking about the epic weekend they just went through. Max, welcome to the show again. How are you feeling? Where do you start? Thanks, mate. Uh, good to be back. Um, a lot of emotions, to be honest, after the after the weekend. Kind of like spoke a little bit about it uh, off record, um, but just like honestly, grateful, very, very, very grateful for the experience that we had as players being able to represent Hong Kong at an event like that, and like pretty drained emotionally, physically, uh, and all that. So yeah, yeah but pretty cool. Right, let's go. Let's go back before the tournament actually happened. You, you guys put up a, an incredible show in November, but results didn't quite go your way for how hard you, you probably worked and performed against those big teams. And then heading into this one, how were the team actually feeling? Were you confident going in that you were going to just do better than you did in November? I think we honestly there was a bit of nervousness around because, like, it, it, even if there's not as much of an expectation from people in Hong Kong who are watching for us to win. You know, we, we are at a World Series event with a 16th ranked team coming into a 16 team tournament. So there is really no pressure. Uh, however, like, you know, just watching back November and, and, and how we felt in November, we 
put a lot of pressure on ourselves to back up performances with results and to shift that mindset in the culture between like sort of gutsy nearly men to a team that needs to win games it is it may it's a lot of, it's a lot of pressure we put on ourselves so so like going into this one i was like i was really nervous because i knew we had to like you know go one better than november um you know which we luckily we did yeah we certainly did let's let's skip to sunday where we've we've reached knockout now and you're you're fighting for the shield some of the guys really stood up with some real stand-up performances and really key moments in in the Kenya game and then also in the Canada game again. What sort of things are you saying as the captain going out there knowing you want to get a result and not just be here? I think a big thing for us is the nature of the game of sevens is it's so high pressure and so intense that people are going to make mistakes and teams are going to score against you and things are not going to go your way. So a big thing for me is just to live in every single moment that you play. If you miss if you miss a tackle, everyone misses tackles. Who cares? Let's go. What what do you what do you got to do next? And the same with anything, you know, someone throws a line out over the top and you turn the ball over. You know, while it is important, it's gone now. And so for me that was it. It's like it's like driving the the mindset that you have to live in every single minute and once stuff's gone, you got to let it go. Um and that is the you know the mark of a of the top teams I think is is how they as how present they are when they play. Uh so that was a big one for me uh, as a captain to try and push that mindset for on on our lads. Brilliant. You said off air that you struggled to sleep on Friday after the adrenaline and the caffeine and whatnot and then a similar situation on Saturday. How are you feeling going into those games on Sunday physically? Are you feeling tired at that point or can you can just does running through that tunnel with the smoke and the crowd get rid of that i think you yeah i mean i was knackered my body was in bits and the warm up warming up before a game is the worst because you're running around going like oh my my goodness i'm i'm really just not physically right. there but yeah. you like you said spot on it's like as soon as you as soon as you got into that you know into that tunnel when you run out you kind of just forget about absolutely everything apart from you know putting one foot in front of the other and like the you know i knew you know we'd gone through friday and saturday and we were in the same position as what we were in november we you know we we played pretty well we 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 challenged teams we still hadn't won any games so it was and then to get australia first up on sunday was which you wouldn't normally get australia in that game yeah. uh, on a sunday they you know they they're usually in in the cup in the cup quarters and stuff like that so to get that and then Again like I was saying like this is why success is is so relative it's like in November we lost to Australia by almost 50 points and on Sunday morning in Hong Kong we lost 22-5 and so like whatever way you look at that that's an improvement you know like yeah. it's a game lost but you have to take take the small wins and that is an improvement and then like I said that as soon as that game's finished that game's gone what's next can we get a result out in the next game and then you just by then you know you're you're running on sugars coffee and adrenaline and you just get through it how tough is three games in a day it's i mean the thing is the, the, the comical thing is it's like a four, you know the emotional expenditure for just 14 minutes of 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 graphs is not is so high relative to how much rugby you're actually playing yeah um but the, the it's three games is tough because you got to get up for the game emotionally and physically then you come down again then you go up again then you come down again then you got to go up again um you know sort of sunday afternoon and that's that that is tough but the uh, honestly the guys were were pretty good you know we got there's 12 players in the team you know as well as the management and stuff so you share 
share the workload on the field. And, you know, guys have different attributes. That's what makes the Sevens team so special. You know, you've got the guys that do the grunt work, that, that get their head in the nasty places. And then you've got the guys that do the nice stuff and who are quick and just finish things. And you kind of share share the load. And it really, it sounds cliche, but it really is the team effort to, pu to push through three games. Yeah. Pretty epic for Sebi as well to come out as top try scorer. Yeah, so he got... Now, I don't know the history, but I can't think many Hong Kong players have got top try scorer on a series event ever. Uh, and he also got voted into team of the tournament. Very good. Um, That's awesome. Which, for, like I said, for, for us, again, for, for a Hong Kong player to do that, you know, in a tournament that's, that's you know, including Fiji, Australia, Great Britain, you know, New Zealand, like for, for us to have our little... You know, Bohemia flag on the on the corner of top try scorer and um, uh, team of the tournaments. Quite special, I think. Yeah. Okay. So full time has come on Sunday. You've you've. The, I mean, everyone was counting down the buzzer, and as soon as they they see the stadium clock hit zero, everyone was stoked. What was that like for you? I uh, kind of honestly like the nature of my personality. I was kind of thinking, what what what's next? You know, like what 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 what's our next game? Um, but the big one i enjoyed the the big thing i enjoyed the most was seeing how much it meant to the other players and 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 to even the coaches and management and stuff you know like it, it so to see everyone you know celebrate and get a bit of reward for 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 hard work uh was really really powerful i thought yeah i, I did hear it was jevon's birthday as well so it's not a bad way to celebrate your birthday on the sunday see i didn't even know that he's such a sort of like hard-nosed welsh uh, lad, he wouldn't have told anyone, of course, and he would have been gutted if anyone had known. It, well, so. it was, it, yeah, it was his birthday, and it got revealed later on that evening. Yeah, that's bad from us. That's a note, note to self. I'll remember that when his birthday is now. Probably will be over every single sevens <laughs> every April. Yeah, will be perfect timing. Okay, so you've you've won the trophy, and it was incredible. And then I saw you guys make your way around the stadium, and where the control tower was, where I was based. You were in that one corner for what felt like almost an hour, just with with so many people wanting photos and and pictures and and, and autographs. What are people saying to you when you when you're doing that victory lap? I, I sort of said this in November a little bit. Like I've never, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether I'm pretty like I've I played in six sevens now, and I've never ever seen so many people wearing Hong Kong shirts. Um, you know and. Uh, you know so pretty good business for cookery for one but uh <laughs> the uh other thing is just like uh, seeing people sort of support and seeing all the minis you know still in their club kits or hong kong kits and stuff like that and like people were just like pretty proud that hong kong had won any games you know uh and and they were set you know people just saying like that we'd work you know just like they were appreciative and they were sat watching the rugby and they they you know, I think a lot of people in Hong Kong have been to a lot of sevens, if you know what I mean. So, like, people are there, they've seen 10, 15 years of watching Hong Kong on the sevens. And for them to say that, you know, that's as good as Hong Kong's ever been. And for us to be involved in, in that is is quite cool, uh, I think. Thank you, Max. We look forward to hearing more from you next week. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. We are into the playoffs in the NBA. And my hottest ticket in the world this week is the Cavaliers versus the Knicks. I love this time of year when the basketball is heating up. 
Everybody have a great weekend, and I'll be back same time, same place with your sports fix next week. 